You have likely heard that book bans are on the rise across the country. Now, according to the American Library Association, here in Illinois, there were 67 attempts to ban books in 2022. That's an increase from 41 the previous year. Now, in response, Democratic lawmakers introduced a bill that would force Illinois libraries to stop banning books or they risk losing state funding. Now, that bill has already passed in the House 69 to 39. So here with all the details is the bill's lead sponsor, Democratic State Representative Ann Stava Murray. Her district includes Naperville, Downers Grove and other West suburban communities in Will and DuPage counties. Welcome to Reset, Representative. Thank you. Um, good afternoon or good morning, actually. Um, I'm excited to talk about this bill that I think is going to make a real difference in our state to lower the amount of book bans that happen here. Yeah, well, well, let's let's get into it. Why don't you start, Representative, by just giving us the details of House Bill 2789? Like, what, what demands does it make of Illinois libraries? So it's, it begins in 2024. So this law would go into effect in 2024. And it would require libraries that want state funding to choose one of two options. They can either adopt the American Library Association's Library Bill of Rights, which says that books should not be banned or restricted because of partisan or doctrinal disapproval, or it can develop its own written written statement declaring its inherent authority to prohibit the practice of banning specific books or resources. So uh, in order to receive Secretary of State grant funding, which the Secretary of State um, did does gr- provide grants to many libraries as well as school libraries. Um, so this would apply also to school libraries. So this this would include school libraries as well as neighborhood public libraries, Representative. Correct. Okay, uh, and I understand that this is the the first of its kind in the U.S. This bill. Yes, yes, and I'm so excited to have sponsored this in the House because it is sorely needed, and. I can speak to a personal experience in my district that happened just last year, which is how I ended up the House sponsor on this. Yeah, tell us about that. Yeah, so um, just last year, there was a group of a few radical parents who brought in and invited the Proud Boys hate group into into our high school district board meetings. And our school board meetings were taken over for several weeks uh, discussing whether or not a book, gender queer, should be in the school library. Now, um, luckily, in this instance, the students really stood up and made a great case for why they should have that book in their library. And there were a lot of supportive community members who rallied around the students. And the book survived the challenge. And so the book still is in that high school library district. But what happened was many, many weeks of not being able to focus on what actually needed to be done at the school board meetings and also driving people out of office. So after this most recent round, we had multiple school board members not want to be running again because of Hmm. these partisan um, and these hate group attacks. And what we see very often is the books that are being attacked to be um, to be banned are LGBTQ themed books or books written by Black and Brown authors, and that to me is something that's completely um, intolerable. Yeah, so you, you mentioned the book. Where, mm-hmm. You mentioned the book Gender Queer. For those who aren't familiar, that's a 2019 graphic memoir. 
And uh, really what it does is it, it explores the author's journey of coming out as non-binary. And uh, the illustrations in the book, they've been deemed as too graphic by a lot of school boards and a lot of parents. Uh, and Gender Queer happens to be the most challenged book for the second year in a row. That's according to the American Library Association. So there's been a lot of chatter surrounding that book in particular, to your point. Exactly. Well, and in the case of my district, we were lucky that the kids sustained the ch challenge. But I always say the kids shouldn't have to be the heroes. We should be the adults in the room, making it easier for the kids to just have access to the materials they need. Because it's so incredibly important for children and adults to be able to see themselves in the literature they consume. And so to try and take out this non-binary person's experience from the library is just so harmful on so many levels. Now, have you received any criticism from voters in your district because you decided you know, to sponsor the bill? I haven't heard. Uh, mostly I've heard excitement over it. Um, you know, there are a few parents who wanted the book, book banned who have indicated that they're not happy. But other than that, the wide community uh, is supportive of this measure. You're a parent as well, Representative. So, so how do you respond to the parents who are saying, it's our job to decide what books our kids have access to? You know, I am a parent, and as a parent, I know that it's my job to, you know, if I take my kids to the public library, certainly it's easier for me to see what they're checking out. But it's also up to me to instill values and um, instill what I think they, uh, to what extent I think I should be controlling their book consumption, making sure they're making good choices for books is a parenting thing. And trying to take one person's parenting choices and put them over every other child is just something we're not willing to do as a state. Are you hoping if maybe, that makes sense? Yeah, it does. It does. I'm wondering if you're also hoping that this new bill could maybe take some of the pressure off of librarians as Absolutely. these requests, you know, these requests to ban books, they're mounting. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And we want libraries to be able to focus on what their mission is, which is really serving the community to the best of their abilities. For folks just tuning in, this is Reset. I'm Sasha Ann Simons, and we're discussing an Illinois bill that would prohibit libraries from banning books or they risk losing state funding. With me is the bill's lead sponsor. That's Democratic State Representative Anna and Stava Murray. Uh, stay tuned. In about 10 minutes, we're going to hear from Tracy Hall, who's the head of the Chicago-based American Library Association. She was recently named one of Time Magazine's 100 Most Influential People of 2023. Um, so, Representative, not everyone agrees with this bill. There were 39 no votes in the Illinois mm -hmm. House. Uh, they were all coming from Republicans. Now, we, we did mm -hmm. invite uh, Republican State Representative Martin McLaughlin from uh, Barrington to join us, but he declined. Mm -hmm. He's called this bill an assault on local control. What do you say? You know... It's interesting that uh, he decides to call it an assault on local control because this doesn't affect local control at all. Locals can still ban books if they so deem. It's just a matter of state policy and eligibility criteria for state funds. So state funding is a state-level policy matter. I will 
fight him to tooth and nail on that one. Here's a little bit more of what Representative McLaughlin had to say last month. Quote, for the state to tell a local library board, listen to the professionals, follow the professionals. I don't understand why we have local elections anymore if a bill like this passes. Unquote. Why do you believe this should be legislated at the state level? Representative. I think we are freeing up those local officials to do what they are actually elected to do. And so in the case of the school board, the school board members wanted to be able to focus on their mission and help the students. They didn't want to be detracted by a book ban challenge for three to five weeks. Um, they didn't want to be thrown off course in that kind of manner. So I think we're we're actually supporting local control and local decision making with this bill by helping them and taking off these book bans from really it ends up being a very few uh, radical people in our communities who are wanting these to to persist. And I'd also like to note that it wasn't long ago, it was perhaps just last century, that book banning was one of the most uh, pernicious behaviors associated with the worst kind of authoritarian regimes for good reason, because coercive censorship is a terrible weapon in the arsenals of dictators and extremists throughout history. And we do not want to allow that to be repeated here. I'm curious because librarians make decisions every day about where to put their resources, right? What books to buy, what activities to fund. So so what if a library just chose not to buy a book like Gender Queer? Is that going to constitute a book ban that would jeopardize the library's state funding? No, not not in any way. So if a library chooses to not include a book, Libraries have many different reasons for choosing to include or not include certain books right. to serve their local patrons. And so our bill puts the power directly in the hands of the librarians to curate what they think is appropriate and using not just what they think is appropriate, but what they know is appropriate given their years of library science and degrees and, and experience. You know, we mentioned the bill has passed the Illinois House. Last week it passed in the uh, Illinois Senate's executive committee, and now it's going to move to the full Senate for a vote. Any idea on the the timeline there? When could that happen? I would assume to see it move within the next couple of weeks. Okay. And Governor Pritzker, he's made it known that he's dead set against book bans. So are we sure that he would sign this bill? Yeah, I, I believe we're anticipating the governor will sign this bill. Now, if, if the bill passes in the Senate and it is signed into law by the governor, when would it actually go into effect? Remind us. 2024. Okay. So January 2024 is when it would go into effect. And that gives the Secretary of State time to draft rules for how they'll be uh, auditing and uh, figuring, making sure people are abiding by this. We'll leave it there. That's Democratic State Representative Ann Stava-Murray. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you.